0: Hi, everybody. This is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, and today I'm very excited to have Robin Martia, who is a fellow um, Savannah College of Art and Design illustration student. Hi, Robin. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good, Nancy. How are you?
0: Well, Robin, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself?
1: Well, I am a, of course, Savannah College of Art and Design e-learning student. Um, I'm entering, hopefully, my senior year into the program. Um, I have about, I think, about a year left, so I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm also a gallery attendant at the Mississippi Museum of Art, Um, and I've been working there as well as the Jackson Free Press here um, for a little bit over a year.
0: Oh, wow, that's great. Well, You know, as an illustration student, I'm sure you've had people or things that have inspired you to go into an art field. So what inspired you in particular?
1: Well, honestly, it was Walt Disney, (laughs) believe it or not. Um, When I was younger, I remember I would sit and trace the uh, Walt Disney characters off of the VHS boxes (laughs) that I would that my mom would buy me and I'd sit and watch all of Disney movies all day and I actually at the time I I really wanted to work with Disney Mm -hmm. and um, I said when I get older I'm gonna be an artist and I'm gonna work right next right next to Walt Disney himself (laughs) and at the time I was like maybe five or six and this is like you know 80s 90s so I didn't, you know, I had no idea. I
0: just knew I wanted to be artist. That's awesome. Well, I when I've talked to other artists, a lot of the influence came from a very young age or something that happened when they were younger and it kind of propelled them into going into that direction. So, um, side question. So your family was really supportive about you going into the art field? Yes. I, um, I
1: Actually, I come from a family of artists. My oh. aunt is a um, professor at Jackson State University. She's an art professor there. My cousin is a, you know, a dancer. She's studied ballet, jazz, all types of, you know, dance. And my, my family is very, very supportive of the arts. And I'm very, you know, grateful for that.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So what got you interested in studying illustration and going to SCAD?
1: Actually, I've always wanted to go to SCAD. I just never really had um, the opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I graduated, I graduated from um, UAB in Birmingham, mm-hmm. and I studied uh, marketing there. Oh, okay. And I said, well, how can I infuse marketing and still hold on to my artistic um, roots like how can I how can I do that how can I get to the business aspect And illustration was the the perfect field I felt to go into to infuse art in the business aspect
0: nice oh that's great well my background when I was working professionally before I became a teacher um, was in graphic design especially in advertising so working in that marketing field that's a really good marriage with illustration. I think that's a very good point that you make. Mm-hmm. So what I was wondering is with my next question, um what's your current favorite technique that you're using with your illustrations?
1: Um I really and as you've seen <laughs> in in our recent class, mm-hmm. I I like working with gouache. Um, I started off using just pen and ink, mm-hmm. um, then I said, okay, that's a little bit too much for me to clean up afterwards, mm-hmm. um, like in Photoshop or Illustrator, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I got very frustrated with it, so I went um, from pen and ink to watercolor to using gouache, because mm-hmm. I like the opaqueness of it, yeah. and it's it's just easier to clean up um, post-drawing and painting.
0: That's nice. So do you think that's something you're going to continue exploring in your other illustration classes? I, I really do. I, I like
1: um, the building up the layers. I love the really bold colors. Um, and I feel like the more that I use that, um, the, the better I would I will get because I'm, I'm just starting out with the gouache. Oh, okay. And um, I also found out I like collaging as well. I don't know if I'm gonna use that as much as the gouache, but I do like uh, the c- collaging aspect. Very nice,
0: that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, i I really like that we got to explore a lot of different techniques and had that freedom. So what are you thinking about post SCAD? What are you gonna do once you get your degree? What are your plans or goals? Um. Well,
1: I would love to really grow my art business. Oh, awesome. um, I don't, yeah. I, I like the freelancing aspect and it's, it's very difficult, especially in this climate mm-hmm. that we're dealing with right mm-hmm. now um, with COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, just to have a little bit more stability, I would love to um, teach at SCAD, mm-hmm. become um, an art professor mm-hmm. or, Um, work in the museum industry. I would like to continue um, growing my Mm -hmm. career in the museum or as an Mm -hmm. art
0: professor. Oh, very nice. That's great. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I've noticed while having a class together with you, you are a very hardworking lady who really does a lot to, you know, Um, Make your work the best as possible, which is great, you know, because then you get to see from, you know, I as a student in your class that we learn from each other. I think you really do because you get um, different questions and just different techniques. You always brought up some really great questions. And so um, I thought from interacting with you in the class that you have a great sense of color. Um, You really work on crafting your work to the best possible level. And then um, I really thought your business ideas, you would always kind of mention like, oh, this might be an avenue for business. And so that's that marketing background. So how do you achieve the best results? What have you found in your process in those areas that I've noticed that you really do really well at? Like, how do you kind of make those go to the next level? What are What is some advice that for some listeners who are artists or maybe they're starting out? and they want to improve their color or their craftsmanship or they're getting into a business with their art.
1: Well, first off, I want to tell you, thank you very, very much. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And, um, I admire your work as well.
0: Oh, that's kind of you to say. I
1: really loved exploring and and seeing what you would come up with next. (laughs) And I really loved your craftsmanship, like the, uh, the cutting that you did oh uh, you. that was very very intricate and to me that takes so much more time but mm. like, I don't see I don't I don't see how you did it. <laughs> you know this short amount of time that we had <laughs> to work on the project um but I would say as far as um craftsmanship I tend to beat myself up a mm-hmm. lot um While I'm doing my work and I will redo the work over Mm -hmm. and over and over again. I think that's Mm -hmm. why I feel behind sometimes with my own time schedule Um, is I would definitely um, map out, Mm -hmm. I would would map out exactly how much time Mm -hmm. you have to complete the project. And get started early. Okay. Don't don't waste time procrastinating. Um, just get get right to it. Um, also, with color, just explore and remember to have fun. Look at artists that you know you admire and and study the way that they you know they put their colors together, or you know um, how their overall process um was getting from start to finish so that's what I would say definitely map out your time of course have fun with it and study other artists
0: artists oh that's great advice yeah that's all and definitely I agree with time management with graduate Uh school because like in my undergrad many many years ago like i would take three classes and i would actually got my bachelor's at SCAD, but i took like three classes and it didn't seem that bad but graduate school i don't maybe maybe it's just me but i was like this is kind of a lot more work and i i I struggled keeping up i felt like with stuff because it's only because i really had to be like oh maybe i don't want to do this part of it but i know i need to get started and i'm You know, I don't want to procrastinate and then I'm caught in a bad situation. I don't have enough time to do it. So that's a very, very good point. Mm -hmm. So, and going into marketing, because I was super excited to talk about this with you, because I get asked um, when I'm taught adults, they always ask because like, how can I make money? How can I promote my work? How do you promote your artwork? Because I visited your site. It's very well designed, really nice and clean, highlights your work. And I love that you're, you're, you're selling prints. You're selling originals, you're putting yourself out there. What are some guidelines that you would give like somebody who's new to marketing or maybe just beginning? What can they do to get their work out there?
1: Um, first off, I would say to start simple. Okay. Don't overcomplicate um the process. I know we're in a very, you know, we got to make everything perfect mm-hmm. to look great for Instagram, but don't wait until everything's perfect to put it out there. Mm-hmm. I've learned that the more work you do mm-hmm. and the more, you know, just pictures you yeah. take, the more um, experience you're going to get in, in creativity, the more you're going to um, be able to get out your true artistry is to do work you know they tell us in in art school it's just to sketch and keep doing work keep putting out you know keep putting out work keep drawing keep coloring whatever and so that's the advice that I would I would definitely give don't wait until it's completely perfect to get it out um also I would say get a simple website Mm -hmm. um you don't have to have too many products mm-hmm. on your website. Start if you have one or two pieces that you feel like will, you know, do really well on the market, sell mm-hmm. those. Um, mm-hmm. don't buy too much
0: products. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've learned yeah. that. I learned <laughs> that one too. <laughs> that one
1: <laughs> I I in the beginning <laughs> I I would buy tons of prints and tons of, you know, items that I thought people would you know, purchase and I ended up sitting on so much product that did not sell. Mm -hmm. So, you know, buy a little bit, sell what you have, and then use the, the the funding that you received from that to, you know, reorder product. Yeah. So you always have, you know, stuff on hand
0: that's an excellent idea I think you'd be great for if you ever you know did marketing advice for artists because I think I everybody I generally when I even when I taught high school the the students would be like I really like this how do I make money from it it's just one of those abstract ideas that we can actually you you know like you said you beat yourself up it's not perfect and so you kind of go like well who would pay for this but then as I've Finally, because I did freelance work and I never really looked into things like doing prints, trying to do things like that. And then I just kind of started looking into it because I was like, let me try things that I never did before and see how I can make them work. And you're going to make mistakes. Like, I, too, bought too much inventory. And then I was like, oh, this sits in your house. Ooh, this is like, <laughs> what am I going to do with it? You know, and you're trying to figure different things. And I think it's one of those things that we accept that you're going mis- to make mistakes. And that's why I go like anybody who who you learn from with art or anything, you know, you're always going to have those goof ups. But from the mistakes, you will learn the most from. You just go right. like, yeah. And then just don't be so hard on yourself and going forward. But I think it's an excellent mm-hmm. idea. Now, your prints that you have on your website, I'm sorry, this is an additional, because sometimes it happens because I'll ask and then I'll be like, oh, <laughs> this is a great time to ask about this. Um, Uh with, do you find, because I saw you sell originals and your prints, do you tend to sell more of your prints? Do you tend to sell more of your originals? Do you, um, you know, for, for artists, I mean, you know, which, for customers who like to patronize, maybe, you know, individual artists, what have you found?
1: I found that, um, I do sell a lot more prints than originals. Okay. And I think I sell more of the originals if I'm doing, say, an exhibition.
0: Cool.
1: Um, that's just you know just me personally. Yeah. If I do a show, I will sell maybe one or two originals, oh, and then great. those originals. Mm-hmm, that's awesome. Those originals come from um, also commissions, mm. but if 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 your consumers, you know, the people looking at you, if they see that, oh, I've sold this particular original at an exhibition, they're more likely to buy the print of that. -hmm. So that's, that's, but um, on the website, I definitely, I sell more prints. That's
0: awesome. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was something i haven't really gone into selling prints i did stationery so i have a ton of cards still trying to get rid of those <laughs> but um <laughs> you know it was a fun learning thing um but you know prints i find when i started researching more it it is um it's really it can be a nice way to add to passive income to make something you've already made as a illustrator and then go ahead And if you own your copyright and you don't necessarily do it for work for hire, then you can put it on all kinds of products and figure out ways to make extra income from it. So, yeah, I think it's an excellent idea that your, you know, suggestion of making prints and then maybe doing very small runs to kind of just get a test to see if it's going to work within your area or market, Um, and then... Because do you find that there's just certain ones that just sell really well of your imagery? Because I feel like I'm looking at your website, I'd be like, oh, that one probably sells really well. Is there mm-hmm. a, just certain ones that just consistently for your prints that sell better?
1: Yeah. Yes, um, there are one or two that really sell consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one that I just did with the University of uh, Mississippi Ooh. Medical Center. Yeah. Um, it's a little girl on a swing with a yellow background. Uh-huh. That one sells a lot. That's people, awesome. Mm-hmm. Like they, people really buy um, that one, and they they really love the all of the children's artwork. Mm. And then I have kind of two different markets yeah. oh, okay. for my art. And a lot of people ask about that too. They'll say, you know, with your art, yeah. like. Figure out your target market. Figure okay. out your target market and then create based on you know your target market. But with art it's yeah. it's kinda you have to work backwards. Okay. You kinda have to create you have to create the art mm-hmm. and see what people gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. And whatever they gravitate towards, create more work that is similar to that.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you can find your target market. That's a great idea. That's great. I mean, that's something different, the way to treat it. Because I think it's... I don't know. i It's been something that... For the longest time, I always just did commissions, and then as I've done more research, like the passive income streams that as artists we can have, and that has intrigued me. And so I've tried different things, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, this actually works!" I was like, right. was really <laughs> surprised. I was like, and a little bit of advertising and marketing. Um, goes a long way, and then find- and then people do find your work and I think that the market is um broad enough and now that things are so global, you can ship wherever mm-hmm. you can really get your work out there to a lot more people and or find the right group of people that are interested in your work so right so I think right that's awesome but mm-hmm. thank you so and, much for I, sharing that.
1: I was gonna say um yeah, I would if if you're doing a website, yeah. broaden your um, broaden your market by selling overseas as well. Mm. Um, don't don't just sell in the United mm. States; mm-hmm. sell all over. Nice. You know,
0: that's so great. that's what
1: I have learned.
0: That's awesome. That's great. Man, I have a lot more other questions this brings up, but I know that every your time is valuable. Like, I might have to have you back on again because it's really fascinating <laughs> talking to you, fine. Robin. I mean, this is so great. I honestly wondered why because I was like, she asks really good questions related to business. And I don't know that there's an elective right now that I've been able to find. Like, it would be great if, or some kind of club. I know we have one for the graduate, but I would like it to be like, or something for artists who are entrepreneurs because you really are, you are a business owner. And I think that's really hard. Like I had a really tough time in my undergrad because it was an illustration. I was like, what I'm supposed to go into business. I'm like, I don't know how to write. It was like panic attack. Right. Yeah. But it's, yeah. that
1: would be very beneficial if they, if, if you know, SCAD did offer, um, something that infused a class that infused mm-hmm. the two how to actually um cultivate what techniques can we as artists use mm-hmm. in you know this new internet world because mm-hmm. it's still you know relatively new and people are still trying to figure out how to navigate mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's so i great. think
1: it would be an awesome idea
0: yeah well I that's Really great that you're sharing your expertise in that area because it really is one of those things that people ask me over, and I'm always like, "Let me get back to you. I'm still working on that because i right. work, yeah I worked full time as a graphic designer, but I was always having to work nights and weekends on freelance work it was it was um y- you really have to kind of hustle to get commissions to get work and and to keep having that going, and um, yeah, it it can be um, daunting, but I think now, like you said, with this global market, with the tools that are out there, with the internet, it is so much easier. It's just Mm -hmm. finding that right information and seeing how does that work for my business model of what I'm selling, because some people I know, they sell ceramics, or they sell, you know, so it might be a little bit different depending on what you're selling and stuff. So that, that's great. I really appreciate you sharing that information. Oh, no <laughs> so next question. If you could go back in a time machine and give yourself a little bit of advice that would help you out in your art journey, what would that be?
1: Oh, what would I tell myself? Okay, I would definitely say um, take your time mm-hmm. with your artwork. Take your time. Don't feel like you're in a rush to produce this great work. Um, What I'm Mm -hmm. just finding out now is, um, like what I said earlier, draw. Just produce big bodies, large. Just produce. Keep producing work. Sketching, going Mm -hmm. outside, drawing, and that's something (laughs) you know. I I wish I could do a little bit more now. but just just draw whatever. Draw whatever. It doesn't have to be a masterpiece every time you create it. So that's what I would go back in and tell myself is to produce a large amount of work mm-hmm. and take your time.
0: Very nice. Yeah. So now at the end of your life, you have made all artwork that you want, and there's only three final truths that you could leave behind. What would they be? um so again
1: take your time be patient um experiment Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to experiment because i feel like Mm -hmm. the best work comes from experimenting Mm -hmm. whether that's using um different textures that's one thing i've learned from Mm -hmm. um professor yale's class oh yeah experiment using Mm. different textures like you never know Mm. what you're going to come up with and um what i say take your time experiment and have fun
0: that's very have
1: fun with your artwork because when it it becomes Mm. a job when it becomes you know oh i gotta do this and i gotta get this done it's no longer
0: fun it's no longer Mm. enjoyable and it's and i i think it shows in the work i mean i i really like when i visited your website you made it very clear to me when reading about your work you're like i'm about hope i'm about you know having this positive energy in my work and it clearly showcases that on your website the work reflects that So I was really excited because I was like, her personality must be just this really fun, energetic, happy person. Like, you know, Uh as just a human being, I was like, because she conveys this in her work. So I feel like when you do put your, you know, we can't can't help it. Even if it being illustration, it's a commercial field, we still put a part of ourselves in there. And I think you do a great job um, bringing that positivity to your work. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. You're welcome. And then where can people... Go look at your work, maybe check out your prints and, um, yeah, see more of it because since this is only a podcast, (laughs) I can't show any of the visuals. So, um, well you can find my work
1: on www.robinmartia.com. That's Robin with the I M A R T E
0: A.com. Very nice. Well, Robin, thank you so much for sharing your time and your expertise. Um, in the art field with us today and uh, I may have to ask you back on because you had some really good answers from the marketing side and I think that's something that people are really very interested in. I'd uh, yeah,
1: be, be happy to share and I, I thank you so much for um, having me on this podcast. This is a great opportunity for you know artists and just everyone to come and
0: just share their ideas and
1: Talk about the art world.
0: All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to My Creative Life.